Hey guys, it's Layla from Pop Shakes. Naturally, when talking about a show that's been on for quite a while, spoilers are bound to come up, especially since we have some Riverdale experts among our hosts and guests. That said, if you want to be surprised by what Riverdale has to offer and only focus on your personal progress with the show, maybe wait a little before listening to us. But if you want some great insight on how future episodes are built based on previous ones, then keep on listening. Along with this, Riverdale deals with topics that can be triggering, such as sexual assault, homophobia, and self-harm. So please keep that in mind when listening to our podcast, as we mention these topics when talking about the plot quite often. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the episode. Riverdale must do better. But what is Riverdale? The very soul of Riverdale. Truth gets too ugly in Riverdale. Hello. Hello. I'm Ryan. I'm Sonia. And I'm Layla. And and welcome, welcome to, to Pops a Riverdale podcast mm -hmm. where we talk about Riverdale. We go episode to episode to episode, week by week by week, going through Riverdale right now, season one. Today, we're very excited to have a special guest on the podcast, my brother, uh, Joey Litvak, filmmaker, educator. Ooh. Let's give a, a round of applause yeah. for Joey. Maybe some rap porn. Yeah. <laughs> Second sibling uh, of the season. Yes, yes. Second sibling. Who was the first? Jonah. My brother. I brother on earlier. And I will not be having any of my siblings on. There should be a so brother episode. Joey, what's your a brother episode? What's your experience yeah. level with Riverdale? Like, how, how much have you seen? My experience level with Riverdale? Yeah. I've seen it all. Ooh. You've seen it all. He's seen it all. I've seen it all. So on our, um, I've been there, done that. On our river Rivometer. Would you say you're like a Jughead level, which is the like the top like most Riverdale knowledge? The God mm -hmm. level, God tier. Like in like what's one underneath? Knowledge of, the, un, one, underneath is expert. What's underneath <laughs> expert? Um, intermediate. Intermediate. <laughs> I'd say I'd say I'm an intermediate. I like that you've gone from everything to intermediate. Yeah. Intermediate watcher with Jughead. Uh, with Jughead level time. Tendencies? Sure. Mark. Sure. So you're like okay. intermediate, but with like, you just don't have the Jughead level intent. There you okay. go. I see, I see. Okay. Understandable. I've, that's, I think that's I've seen as much as a Jughead. You've seen really? as much as a Jughead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And what are your thoughts of how Riverdale has evolved? Because you've seen everything, yes. as you just said. So how do you, like, uh, reflecting on season one, which like Ryan's been mm -hmm. doing and Zach and Keisha did in their episode. Like, what is your experience like reflecting? I'm worried about spoilers. You can spoil. It's okay. We we are like a spoil zone. Oh. So, I don't know what the deal with the time jump is. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. I thought they could have done a good job with the time jump, but you don't think they're doing a good job I, with I, the time jump? Is what you're saying? I don't think Betrayal. so. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, I told Ryan that, like, 
one like human year is equivalent to seven Riverdale years. So mm, it's true. Explains it. Yeah. <laughs> Riverdale is just on its own, completely different time continuum. Yes. Than mm-hmm. our universe, which is pretty interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, it kind of lost me with the aliens. They're aliens now. They're, what? Yeah, they're aliens. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're actually gonna be aliens because, like, the, throughout the show, they've always like they've teased something supernatural going on. And then they've explained it with like either it was drugs or it was gangs or it was the government or always the what's answer. up with the floating baby? They haven't talked about the, the floating, floating babies baby yet. Was because there was like <laughs> shit in the, it floated over the fire. There was stuff in the Sweetwater River, which was making women um, hallucinate and then um, like seize and pass out, and that was what happened with the floating baby. Oh, what did, what did yes. it do for non-binary people? I don't think it has anything to do with that. <laughs> Well, hey, we have some binary oh, true, people, yeah. non-binary people point. in our audience. We have to take this into consideration. It's true, it's true. Yeah. But I was going to say that know. Barack Obama just confirmed that aliens exist, like, a week ago. Really? So it could... A guy in my seminar mentioned it. He's a he's a weirdo. He's a weird guy. He's a weirdo. So I don't trust everything that Have you ever says. seen him without that hat? <laughs> well, he doesn't show we his always, face. You gotta say that only know. once an episode, at least. At least. That's, that's what we're doing. It should be like a drinking game. Yeah. So apparently... We're gonna develop a drinking game for our podcast. Mm-hmm. Dedication. Um, yes. Okay, there aren't too many fu- uh, fun facts for this episode. Aww. So I'm just gonna hop right into it. So, this episode aired on March 9th. 2017 it is called chapter 7 in a lonely place it has a 7.8 out of 10 on imdb um its title comes from a 1950s noir film of the same title which is like pretty much every episode we've had so far um the style of jughead's dream is a throwback to the classic archie comics particularly his crown the style of clothing and veronica's bangs which I wrote down because her bangs did not look good. Ooh. Um, this episode also marks the last official appearance of Ross Butler as Reggie Mantle, which is which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like they make references to. Like, I thought he looked awesome. different. Yes, he does look yeah. different. Yeah. Every person that like watches past like season one always is like, "Wow, I forgot that it's a completely different Reggie." I, I think they might have um, like like got a new hair and makeup department or something because no they did like what tignataro (laughs) did they like cgi'd reggie into Uh the early uh seasons Mm -hmm. i love that definitely it um but yeah they make a bunch of references um and then jughead's stash of books includes the metamorphosis by franz kafka and the adventures of huckleberry finn by mark twain unfortunately there were no key words for this episode what the hell man I mean, I would say one would be unemployment. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think that would be a key Alcoholism. Word. Alcoholism, yeah. What about Dance. home? Homeless. Home. home would be a good keyword. What like makes a, a place feel like home? As a tag. Home is where the heart is, as one person once said, of which I cannot remember who. Yeah, falling That's out. what they always say, isn't it? Yes. Home is where the heart um, is. I've heard it. Those are, those are my facts. Daddy issues. They're kind of an underwhelming oh, yeah. facts for kind of, in my opinion, a semi-underwhelming episode. I mean, yes, Semi. until the very end, which we'll discuss. That was a that was a cliffhanger over there. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I oh, remember yeah. cliffhanger like, on something that was on a hanger. Feeling. Yes, a cliffhanger yeah. on a hanger on a hanger. Um, yeah, I remember having like a very similar feeling, like watch rewatching this episode as I did the first time I was watching it back in two thousand seventeen. I was like, oh shit, that happened. Yeah, I actually, I forgot. That was the only thing I really remember. Forgot that happened. I forgot. I forget so many things. Yeah. Yeah. But so much to talk about yeah. in this episode. So much. so much. Ironically, though, like if you if you were looking at my notes, this is like one of the episodes I didn't take as many notes on. So like that was yeah, I wrote, interesting. I wrote down three three notes. Three notes. The entire episode, <laughs> which is the least I've written. I mean, I think like, my notes have progressively gotten. I've got shorter five and pages. Shorter. Five pages. Five pages. Five pages. How 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 big is a page for you? Well, I don't know. Like one note just says "OMG, swoon." I have that too. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's and fair. that's like that's one whole page note. oh my god desk <laughs> write that oh my god i just reminded me when i was a kid my mom tried an april fool's prank prank on me because i used to live next to a se- uh, second cup and mm. my mom was like sonia if you do this contest where you write like a one-page essay you'll get free muffins for life and me being eight years old i was like oh my goodness free muffins write a one-page essay free muffins so I wrote, like, I took, like, the page on Microsoft Word, and I made the font, like, size, like, 40. And I was like, I want muffins. Please give me these muffins. And I had my sister go to the second cup, hand deliver my, like, letter, and they're like, we don't know what the fuck this is. <laughs> so this was, like, a two-day-long prank with my mom, and I just completely was unaware oh of it. And then she forgot it had happened. Mm-hmm. That just reminded me of that silly Sonia. Yeah. Not a very smart child, I was. It's okay, we love you, Sonia. Thank you. I love you. Too. And we, and clearly, we love uh, muffins. Oh, yeah. We love muffins. Muffins are an underrated snack. Mm-hmm. That's that's my hot take. They have snack. Have good muffins. I used to what get, like, the, the Tim Hortons ones all the time. Yeah. Like, the... the breakfast oh, muffin. Yeah. yeah. A, a chocolate chip muffin? Used to be my Tim breakfast Hortons? all the time as a kid. It was It was awesome. Yeah, it was Me great too. My mom used to like bring home like donuts and cookies and muffins like after she was done working at a hospital, and we would just muck that shit. Muck Me it, my sister, and my brother. Muck, muck it. those muffins. Oh yeah. Yes. I like the lemon poppy seed. Ooh. Those ones are good. Never had it. Maybe with cranberry in it. Maybe. Yes. Uh, Ooh. Carrot muffins spicy. are probably my favorite. I know, I Ryan. I know how much you love carrot cake. I- Ryan loves a good carrot cake. He loves really? a good carrot cake. Joey, you don't know I love carrot yeah. cake? I forget wow. it. Wow. <laughs> Brotherly love right there. I mean, carrot cake is kind of a hard thing to make, I've realized. Like, you can have a really shitty carrot cake. Mm-hmm. My aunt makes a really, really good, good carrot cake. You know, Ryan, if, I, if you're ever in town... And whenever I get to see my family again after this thing's over and I happen to have some extra carrot cake, oh my I'll, God. I'll come and deliver right to your door. <laughs> That's what true friendship is for. Cake. Oh, my God. Well, it's really about the quality oh of the carrots, right? I think so. No, it's a matter of soaking the carrots. Oh. Because have you ever eaten, like, a carrot cake and you get, like, the chunks of carrot and you're like, this is yeah. ruining the texture experience? Never had a crunchy carrot cake. Oh, for how long? I've had a crunchy carrot before. Ew. And it was not enjoyable by any means. Don't like that. Um, but yeah, anyway, back on topic. Back to the show. So, mm-hmm. Back mm-hmm. to the show. 
now is the time mm-hmm. in our show where you try and give us a quick yet adequate oh, summary yes. of this week's episode. I th- oh did gosh. Zoe beat Shauna's time? I think yeah, Zoe, Zoe was the best so time. far. Zoe these was are the being best timed. In- yes, these are being timed. Don't yeah. worry. Just, just for our record, the longest we've gone is eight minutes. Yeah, we're, we're not so gonna we're not gonna cut you off. No, okay. you just go for as long as you need, mm-hmm. and then we will judge you at the end and give you a rating mm-hmm. out of five. Sounds good. Yes. Yes. Are right. Are you ready to go? Yeah. All right. I've watched it twice now. Oh, great! So you you especially know what's happening. It's in your brain. Sure. Alrighty. Shall we ca- count Joey in? Yes. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. Go. All right. So if you haven't seen this episode, here's a summary for you. It opens up with Jughead asking the audience, what makes a place feel like home? And that's a great question. What does make a place feel like home? Is it warmth and familiarity? Some idealized make-believe version of the American dream? Is it love and acceptance? Acceptance? Or is it simple safety, Jughead asks, during a surreal opening with a 1950s-style dream sequence? Uh, (laughs) You know, Archie ends up scaring Jughead in the washroom pretty early on in that episode. Because Jughead is living at the school, and Archie doesn't know. <laughs> and guess what? Veronica would be a snob about it. <laughs> <laughs> After ordering some things from Glamazon.com, Veronica has a great conversation with her mom. And then, Cheryl tweets, Hashtag Polly Cooper killed my brother. Hashtag nowhere to hide. Hashtag sharpen your pitchforks. okay (laughs) yeah fp looks pretty bad pretty rough the whole episode and what kind of man would he be if he just went hat in hand asking for this job from archie and fred andrews you know also polly disappears quite often (laughs) this happens in this episode as well and veronica says that kevin is her best gay (laughs) yeah Yes. So it turns out that Polly is pregnant with Jason Blossom's baby. Whoa. And she also ran away at the age of nine. Betty kisses Jughead and thanks him for walking her home. And then she finds that Polly is hiding in the attic, which has a Ouija board in it. Why is there a Ouija board in the attic? (laughs) And then Polly and Jason say they wanted to go to a farm. Is that foreshadowing? That's what I said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. They wanted to go to a farm. And then Hermione and FP have this like fun interaction at Fred Construction. And then Cheryl says that Polly's crazier than a killer on bath salts. <laughs> you really think she's crazier than a serial, serial killer on bath salts? Apparently yeah. so. Hyperbole, for sure. Also... There's a great clubbing scene. And it looks like a bar mitzvah dance in 2012. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. Pretty great. Um, FP needed something harder than beer when he got some bad news. It was kind of dark. He pulled out a flask, just took it out right in front of Archie. You should have seen the look on Archie's face. He was mortified. And then 
Archie had this tight little cardigan with this deep V-neck. Okay. <laughs> really advance, really advance the plot line. Also, we should tell our viewers that um, Jellybean wants to go by JB now. Yes. Um, yeah. And she's only ten years old and listens to Pink Floyd on vinyl. Yeah. So cool. Um, yeah. And then you know Jughead gets arrested, but it's always darkest before the dawn, right? So, uh, crazy cliffhanger. Jason's jacket is in FP's closet. Oh my god. And Jughead chose his dad over Fred Andrews for staying at their house. Wow. And you yeah. know, oh, no, hope no, <laughs> is a word. <laughs> hope is a word that's so close to home and as tricky. And yeah, Jughead nice. ends the episode very hopeful. Yes. Nice. Hopeful nice. that his dad, hopeful that his dad will turn his life around and and uh, be straight. Not in sexuality, but in sobriety. Yes. Mm -hmm. Very mm -hmm. important yes. distinction there. <clears throat> nice. Mm -hmm. Good summary. Very Thank true. you, Joey. Good summary. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. I oh, don't so forget about the Fredheads band. Oh, oh yeah. Fred yeah you can't forget about that. Turns out, turns out Fred Andrews was in a band called the Fredheads. <laughs> back in the day. That's a pretty good band name. Fredheads. It is. Not as good it as is. a good band. No, never. No. A good band name. All right. Well, mm -hmm. Joey, I have some good news mm -hmm. for you. Sure. Your time comes around 4.10. Ooh, is that the okay. fastest we've had or no? No. Shauna, Zoe's is still the fastest, mm. but you are mm. not the longest. So mm -hmm. I would consider that to be very That's good. That's a victory. It's a good thing. Yeah. That is a victory. Because, you know. Oh. Hmm? I forgot to mention that the score was really playful when Veronica came in with her Glamazon purchases. The score was, was really yeah, playful in this episode in general. Yeah. Quite a whimsical like, score. Yeah, really. The score, this episode was probably my favorite it's been so really? far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like, I can't remember what episode one. I was like, this score is really good. But this episode, the score was really good. Um, Felt like a Wes Anderson movie. Kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it made, it was, it was very playful, like you said, and I thought that, like, the moments where it was doing that was really really good like it made a lot of sense and it really like emphasized the mood of the scene which is core mm -hmm. should do um oh right. you can't forget about the underlying uh issue between jughead and betty you know they're getting closer and uh veronica just saw riverdale's own uh, holding caulfield with her his arm around betty mm -hmm. oh yes mm -hmm. yeah this this is a thing that happened you know, and Archie says, dude, why'd you stab me in the back? Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah. And Archie literally has a knife in his back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you think that, like, he feels that way because of him and Betty? Or, oh, like, just because sure. he's not saying anything? I think he feels very guilty about not telling uh, Archie what he's been up to. Right. Yeah, I mean, probably. I would also probably feel bad if I, you know, was technically homeless and dating my best friend's girl mm -hmm. probably yeah. couldn't be me but could if you had a house and were dating your best friend's girl it would be fine yeah yes exactly yeah. It's, only, it's only when you the don't have a house really adds, uh -huh. the homelessness yeah. adds a new layer of uh, betrayal to the whole apparently thing. yeah yes. yeah that was interesting um, like i was like you stabbed in the back like i wasn't sure what jughead was going for there because like honestly like 
eat, like, whatever. Like, he is, like, doing stuff with Betty, but I'm also just, like, how is that a betrayal, like, because it's pretty explicit that Archie doesn't want her in that way, but maybe it is because, like, he didn't yeah. tell him. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You know that Jughead follows the bro code so closely. Yeah, maybe you know? that's, it's just, like, extreme uh, bro code internalization. Who knows? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it's also just, like, a lot of things that, like, he has his investigation, which is, like, taking up a good chunk of his life. Then he has Betty and, like, all her issues that he's kind of putting on to himself. True. And then there is the fact that like, he's, like, also, like, homeless and he's not telling anyone about it. His and dad's a drunk. Of, his dad's a drunk. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of things. And his dad is secretly a serpent, but no one knows other than, like, the adults? Yeah. yeah. Or I guess just Hermione. But the thing about snakes is, if you don't step on them, they don't bite. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Which was like a very strange thing to like just come out of nowhere. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. Yeah, but they had to address the fact that, um, like, Hermione knows he's a serpent and Fred doesn't somehow, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was just kind of like... Mr. Do-Good over there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So how how did um, how did Joey do with the summary? I think he did really well. I mean, he was very good at like picking very specific things and quotes and then incorporating yeah. them to the plot without being too long. So I think you did fantastic yes. there. I'd give Joey a three point seven out of five. Just because at of? the end, I kept thinking you were done and then you weren't done. <laughs> so I was very confused as to That's when fair. I applaud you. That's the story of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. At my funeral, else? people won't know if they should say goodbye to me or yet or not. They're not going to be sure. <laughs> like, oh, just one more thing. Just one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> you, like, pop up out of the casket. Yeah. And into that. That'd be a good surprise. Everyone would hate yeah. you, but it'd be a good a surprise. A sneaky surprise. <laughs> and I'll just add something to my Riverdale summary and then die again. Yeah. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> like, um, mm-hmm. it's a thing in, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I rewatched last week, where, like, one of the characters... You watched the can, whole like, show just last week? Like, I rewatched it because I didn't have the any whole thing. shows to watch. The whole thing. Wow. In one the week? I skipped a few episodes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Because. It took me like two months to watch all of it. I am like a very quick watcher. She is. Like, I started yeah. watching Mayor of Easttown last oh, night. Oh, I want to watch that. Oh, it's very good. But I'm already almost at the yeah. end because I just do nothing other than watch it for like a couple hours and then I do something else for a few hours. Mm-hmm. Very good. Would recommend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, Hitchcock can, like, stop his heart, um, on, no, was it Hitchcock or Scully? I think it was Scully. He can start his, he can stop his heart on command. So, Joey, that's what your funeral is gonna be like. Pronounce dead and come back to life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Amazing. <laughs> I, I'd give, um, you, Ryan, Layla. I'd give the summary a 4.2. Just because yeah. I think there were a few things that you had missed but otherwise very in-depth and, like, in detail with these quotes. So, good job. You know what? Can I get any more points for saying that Jug had attempted to burn down Riverdale Elementary School? If you had said that yes. in the summary. In the summary. You can't yes. cash in points now. That's not how this works. <laughs> no. I mean, you could, but you can't add on to your summary. Yeah. Like, yeah. is that in case if we're very good at negotiating their points? We can definitely talk about that when we do talk mm. about the show, which we will do now, yeah. yes. basically. I also... As for mm-hmm. my rating, I gave a similar rating to Ryan, so 4.2 as well, because I thought it was very good. Nice. A couple details, and the going back, forth, after, but you know what? It was a very enjoyable experience, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So, 
All Very right. good. Shall we begin anyway. the uh, episode yes. discussion? Yes. Well, what did you think of the episode? I mean... I mean, I mentioned my thoughts. I, I'm curious to hear everyone else's. Yeah, I think a similar, like, kind of, like... I don't think it was a boring episode, obviously. You know, no episode mm-hmm. of Riverdale is truly, like, boring. But mm-hmm. I definitely think that um, at some moments I was just kind of like, okay... But it was, it was overall a pretty decent episode, I think. I think that, like, you know, uh, especially we're now uh, got a peek into uh, Jughead's, like, personal life. We've got, like, some peaks of, like, uh, FP so far, but now we've got, like, a really, like, good idea of what the situation is there. And mm-hmm. alcoholism mm-hmm. and uh, other things and that cliffhanger at the end. So I think it was yeah. a very informative episode in terms of Jughead's life, which we actually understand now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, FP's redemption arc is is a highlight of the show for me i think Mm -hmm. like the journey he takes from serpent leader and kind of like as as down bad as he is in this episode going from that position to like being the sheriff later in season four it's like it's pretty thrilling to watch that him make that journey and that transition and um he breaks good he breaks good exactly Mm -hmm. so um so i really appreciated this episode for that reason and it was one of my favorites so far i think very fair. Yes. Nice. What about you, Joey? Yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. I thought it was a good episode. I um, I really enjoyed the uh, dream sequence at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm always a fan of mm-hmm. of uh, those dream sequences and the references to the original Archie comics. Mm-hmm. You're wearing an Archie comics. I was gonna shirt. say actually, yeah, yeah you're wearing you're uh, uh, repping repping the Archie comics. You're repping the mm-hmm. brand. Mm-hmm. Just for the eps, just for you. Hell yeah. Wow, so kind. Even though this is a podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if we put the <laughs> the promo, if we material. do the promo, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So Layla, yeah. How how would we divide up this episode in terms of what? To well, talk about? let's. Um, I mean, we can dive right in with certain topics. Why don't we go ahead? You know, I think that like most of this was honestly like a Jughead episode. So mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. let's dive in right there. Um, yeah, so what do you guys, well, actually, sorry, not before we get into the Jughead thing, I guess we'll start, like, with the, like, this moment that I was just, like, you guys aren't that discreet. Um, remember when they're, like, all in, like, their lunchroom, whatever, and they're, like, discussing mm-hmm. the case at a very loud volume, and obviously it gets around the school yeah. to Cheryl, and they're, like, yeah, yeah we mm-hmm. need to keep this a secret, but they're opening, openly discussing it in public. These yeah. these teenagers yeah. ain't good at keeping secrets. No, well, that's the not. the behind them. There's that girl by the vending machine in the yes. green dress. She's texting. She's, the person texting by the vending machine. Well, she was she was yeah. pro- more likely she was tweeting what they were saying about Polly, and that's probably how Cheryl heard. Oh, I thought initially. she just texted oh. Cheryl, or maybe she texted someone else who texted. Cheryl. I think she texted Cheryl. Yeah. Okay, word. I think Riverdale Wiki. Also, I think this character's name is Ginger. Yes! Which I think Ginger. is pretty, pretty funny. Mm-hmm. That was funny. That character Ginger. So Ginger was the one texting by the vending machine. Yes. Yes. That's and I then, think. you know, Cheryl made that iconic tweet. Hashtag pitchforks. Polly Cooper killed yeah. my yeah. brother. Which is yes. a really, like, Hashtag sharp forward your pitchforks. tweet to, like, write. You yeah. know? Not, I mean, not Cheryl's like, smartest moment. I want to... Like, was it trending? Probably in Riverdale. I don't know about, like, all of Twitter, but... I mean, Cheryl has her minions, so it's very possible Mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm. like, her minions caused it to be trending. Maybe her minions are, like, her social media managers. I don't fucking know. 
I feel like Cheryl would do that. <laughs> like, she probably would. Maybe. I mean, I think that we didn't have Cheryl last week, and she took, like, no breaks in terms of making sure that we knew she was Yes, yeah, Cheryl mm-hmm. came mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. right yeah. real hard this episode. Real hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Also, I have a question for you guys. Maybe I missed something, but when Cheryl is, like, talking to her mom, and she's like, you have to give me the vixens back. Were they ever taken away yes, from Yes, they were in the, um, I don't know if it was last episode or something, but, like, you know, she's like, you're being, like, crazy. Like, no more vixens for you. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. I have no recollection Wasn't it, uh, after Cheryl spoke at Jason's memorial? Yes, it was because she, she spoke like, at no the, wet, the, not the wedding, the, the funeral. And she was just like, yeah. no, no more vixens. But I'm also like... Could her mom really take those away from her? No, she definitely couldn't. Penelope cannot. I also don't see why Cheryl would just be like, fuck you, mom. But I guess she's really scared of her mom, too, at a certain extent, which is understandable. Penelope is a scary Mm -hmm. woman. Mm hmm, mm hmm. She's a very scary woman. What is she? uh, She's a lady of the night or something? Yeah. 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 Yes. That's later. What do they call her later? Oh, yeah, the. um, Well, she she runs the Maple Club. Oh, yeah. The BSM Club. Mm hmm. I remember that. Oh. I remember that part of Penelope. I thought that was very interesting. I love that contrast in this episode of like uh, of like Cheryl not being able to do the vixens without her mom's permission, and then Veronica, Reggie, Kevin, and all those people just going clubbing. Yeah, which is illegally. Which is so weird because like well, they were getting drinks. They were getting mm-hmm. like clearly like I think they were drunk. You're dancing at a yeah. club. You guys are like fifteen. Mm-hmm. But they never, like, explicitly... It's, like, so clear and so obvious, but they never say, like, we're drinking alcohol. They're never, like, let's have... Do they? They're, like, we're underage. Yeah, Yeah. they say, say, call the cops, you know, we'll tell them our age. Yeah, so I think, like, the assumption is that, like, they were were underage. Because some people just, like, card you when you go into the club, and then, like, you can just, like, drink free-for-all at Mm -hmm. that point. So that's probably what happened. So they're, like, listen, we're underage, plus... Um, Mayor McCoy is the mother of one of the children, mm-hmm. therefore, if you try and, like, fuck us up, we'll fuck you up. Yeah, like, my mommy's the lawyer, my mommy's the mayor. My mommy's the mayor. Basically. Yeah. So, like, don't try anything. Yeah. But, like, I feel like in such a small town, they would have known that, like, mm-hmm. they're under Yeah, race. like, the, yeah. you know, if everyone like knows each other, don't you know that these are the daughters of, like, these very important mm-hmm. people, you know? Like... Well, even, like, Josie is, like, the lead singer of a band that Riverdale knows very well. And also, like, mm-hmm. uh, Kevin being, like, the sheriff's son. Like, it's very, like, yeah. obvious. Well, I think the sheriff's son is less so than, like, a person who, like, performs in a high school, is a high schooler in a high school band, and is, like, the face of the, the brand, quote-unquote. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that would have been a pretty good indicator that she is a child. Mm-hmm. Did she get her own show? She did. I don't Where remember the name of it. Has it come out yet? I could not tell you. Yes. It has Lucy really? Hale in it as well. Oh. Well, oh. I could not, I don't think it lasted for very long. It didn't have the drama of Riverdale. It mm-hmm. didn't have the ambiance. No. Mm-hmm. The ambiance. Therefore, it was just not meant to last. Yeah, with the, um, with the clubbing scene, um, that's what, yeah, it's interesting because, like, Sheriff's son, so people would recognize him, Veronica Lodge, mm-hmm. daughter of Hiram, people Mm -hmm. would know what's going on there and then Mm -hmm. like i'm sure a lot of people at this club probably bought their cars from reggie's dad like we don't know of any other car salesman in riverdale so i didn't even know that reggie's dad was a car salesman i didn't really know that how did you know that (laughs) 
because um, it's it's all they go into it in season three and two, two and three. Maybe I'll remember that. I kind of remember something with the car and like Reggie needing to give up his car for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah, for the drug like money that. for Veronica. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's all um, later. Are they still dating? In real life? Let yeah. Me check. Good questions. Who? Betty. Um, no, no, Camilla Mendes. Are Riverdale. Riverdale and Veronica. I mean, um. Riverdale and Veronica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hot affair. Exactly. I don't think they're dating anymore. I think everyone that was dating on the show has broken up by now. Like, I don't think what? Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse. No, are I think they've been done for a while now. Yeah. How could they not yeah. be together? Yeah, it seems like all those couples Life have happens, split up. Man. I yeah, know, that's it's upsetting. been it's been a it's been a whole pandemic since then. You know. I don't believe in love anymore. <laughs> I don't believe in love anymore. <laughs> oh, I think KJ Apa is in Montreal right now. <gasps> is Ryan, yeah. you I have think, to like, get him on our Ryan, podcast. You have to go say hi. I think he's. I think he's in What's my he area because I have like friends who live very close to me. Shout out my friend Jackson, who texted me and was like, "I just walked past KJ Apa on the street, like on Mont Royal." That's crazy. Crazy. Ryan, you need Ryan, to find you need him to stake and tell out. him about our podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That'd be insane. Can you imagine the publicity? Yeah. That's crazy. Ryan, go though. find him. Yeah. Go we'll find get, him on the we'll street. Get, we'll get the cast on someday. I've been I've been yes, thinking about someday. that. We've been we've been thinking about that. I can just like DM every person mm-hmm. and just bother them until they give it. Like please. And yeah. they can let us know all the secrets. Mm-hmm. I feel like um who plays Cheryl? What's her name? Uh, Madeline, Madeline Petch. Yeah. She was in Kingston at some point. Oh, yeah. She went to the Kingston oh, yeah. Starbucks, apparently. For what? I wasn't there. The, no, you the one on Division? The one on, the one on Johnson and Division? The ones on Johnson and Division where my manager <laughs> helped you out. Oh, You know about that? Yeah. Ryan told me about yeah. that. <laughs> that was your manager? My manager, Jenny, she has a little baby She was now. really nice. <laughs> She's a very nice person. She saw me um, the next day and asked if I was okay. She does that. Um, I have not seen her in like a year because I do not work at that Starbucks nor Starbucks. Do you go to Queens? No more Starbucks for Sonia. I do go to Queens, but I've been in Toronto for the last year mm-hmm. because it's cheaper. I don't have to pay for the coronavirus. My boyfriend is here. Mm-hmm. Wait, what are you at Queens for? I'm doing a history major and a film and media minor. Oh, I did history too. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you were doing history and philosophy, weren't you? Yeah. And wow. and uh, not philosophy. What was I? Oh, sociology. Mm-hmm. Sociology. I remember you were with Danju. Um, yeah. Well, oh, I was with... teaching. I ta- I was teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I want to. I'm considering go, like getting my teaching degree and then moving to New Zealand and teaching there. Yo, wow. I, I would I would match you on that, Sonia. Let's do it, Ryan. <laughs> no. They honestly, Riverdale is huge in New Zealand. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I just want to move next to Taika Waititi and, like, just be best friends with him. That's a move. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll keep our eyes open for listings. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Well, there's a lot. And um, Andrew's therapist roasted me Mm. for not doing that right now. Because I was like, oh, in a couple years, like, if that's not something I want to do, I'll do it. And he's like, why don't you just plan for it right now? And I was like, I'm not part of this conversation, but I feel very attacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe it. But yeah. I can't believe it. But yes. Um, I don't know what. 
I don't know how we got yeah. down that rabbit we hole. We just did, but, um, yeah, I mean, we discussed... We just did. I intended... Also, KJ Papa, congratulations, KJ. KJ oh, Papa. KJ Papa? Yeah, the baby. KJ Papa. He's pregnant. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he is my age. Yeah, yeah, he just had, no, a, you're he just had his first kid. Are you no, kidding? No, they haven't had their kid yet. Oh, I thought that, I thought, uh... No, they're just I'm pregnant. so behind. They announced that the kid is on the way. Yes. Yes. Which is, I have to stop saying that, like, they're pregnant instead, like, because, like, a man is not pregnant. It is the woman that is carrying the child. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I need the to The men start just stand there. She is pregnant. Yeah. The men just stand there. They just vibe. Um, just vibe. Yes. I mean, yeah. Um, wow. Anyway, crazy. Yeah. Clara Berry. I want to... I want to see him do face paint on this kid, like the way that he does it on his Instagram lives. I want him to face paint the babies. I think that would be a very good moment for him. Mm-hmm. Um, what else can we talk about? How are they gonna hide the bump on Riverdale? The bump? The bump on KJ Ava. Because. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The they gotta like frame they frame have, him like, in the front tactics. of things, put, tables. Like, a purse in front of him. A couch yeah. cushion. Flowy he shirts. Like, he can't box anymore. Um, he, he can eat a lot. That was a thing that Helen that your mother did, where they were just like, mm-hmm. Lily did like a hot dogging contest, and that's how they showed the bump. Crazy. Damn. Um, something that I thought was funny, not really related to Cheryl, but one of the three things I wrote down was, I think, during the interrogation between Sheriff Keller and Jughead, and he's like, you were bullied a lot. And Jughead mm. says, yeah, my name is Jughead. Yeah, that yeah, was great. I loved that. I loved that. <laughs> I thought that was so It was funny. really funny. Um, I, one, another one of my favorite lines from this episode was uh, when when Veronica's telling, like, Josie and Reggie her, like, tragic story of what happened in New York. Yes. And she's like, oh, they took everything from us. Our cars, our houses... Our club memberships, our yeah. yachts. <laughs> I was just like, okay. And then Kevin and like Josie are just like looking at her, be like, can't relate I, to that. That's yeah. would suck. That could. That sounds like it would be not a good time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was very funny too. I didn't write it down, but um, yeah, I thought that was funny. What else happened this episode? Like I said, this isn't like a super memorable episode. For yeah, me. I mean like Maybe it's because I've already experienced it. It was a lot of like subplot points, I guess. Like. I mean, we did find out that, like, Polly was, um, in the attic, and, you know, uh, there was a whole other, actually, part that was missed in the summary where, um, you know, uh, Polly, Polly, sorry, Betty and Cheryl kind of have, like, a few moments in the episode, because, like, you know, Cheryl genuinely comes down, it's like, you know, like, I think your sister is nuts, you know, the bath salts thing, but, Mm -hmm. like, you know, she has my brother's baby and, like, genuinely cares about that. And we see that, like, you know, they're like, oh, my parents can take care of you. Like, money's not a problem. And then we see Cheryl actually come out to Pop Pop Shakes. Uh Pop's Chocolate Shop. And Mm -hmm. that's the title of the show. Um, And, um, you know, tells Betty, no, like, you know, I don't really trust my parents. Like, get her somewhere else. Like, and then um, Polly goes to um, Veronica, like, Hermione's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a nice moment. That was nice. I thought, like, that was a good Cheryl moment, actually, this episode. Um, yeah, Like, very mature of her, mm-hmm. being, like, genuinely caring. Because she is a human. Um, so that yeah. was... Is she? And, like, it, 
it's the last moment of like Jason that exists in the world. Yeah, so I think that's why you know, and also Polly was like, you know, he cares about he cared so much about you, like you know, and like that was yeah. a really nice moment. I think that was also part of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys notice how Polly was dressed like uh, JoJo Siwa? A little bit, yeah. So <laughs> I, I would put that as one of the worst fits. <laughs> the worst fits. Worst Polly fit? is JoJo. What Siwa. other worst fits have we had? I know we had one other worst fit. Oh, God. What oh, was it? Oh, it was just, like, Betty dressing like Hillary Clinton. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the, in, this, in the dream sequence? No, this, this is probably like in another episode. Ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, Zach and Keisha were like, we have a nomination for worst fit. And that was <laughs> Which I partly agree with. Um, I have a nomination yeah, I... for best fit. Save yeah, we'll say later. later. Save that later. later. We'll do that yeah. Again. Um, yeah, I thought Hermione was... That was a good moment for Hermione mm-hmm. because it's like she already knows. Like she talks about how she's like not financially the most stable, and like they're already like basically at like their wits end, paying for the rent and everything. And she just has this job, but she's still willing to take in like a pregnant teenager where you have like a billion one things that you need to take yeah. care of. Like she also had mm-hmm. a good God, moment with Veronica um you know because her another plot point, you know why Veronica goes to the club underage and drinks is because she's angry at her mom mm-hmm. for what happened because she forged her signature and mm-hmm. her mom's yeah. trying to reconcile that so she like cancels the card whatever mm-hmm. and which is so weird yeah it's just, like why is that the moment of like reconnecting is like the canceling she's like, oh, of the i see what card. she's trying to do because i guess like that's like their way of doing it but it's not their way i can't agree with every parenting or family choice no we cannot decided mm-hmm. to show us like Ver- like veronica's mom is a decent mommy can be kind of a okay mommy sometimes decent but yeah, yeah so she tries to reconcile and she's not her. like mixed up with Hiram she can be a decent decent mommy, mommy. yeah yeah Fred decent. makes her good yes yeah yes. her and Fred are Fred great. Mr. Do good her and Mr. Do good mm-hmm. yes. but it's also yeah, like what true. I appreciated about that plot <clears throat> element of this episode was that we get to see how the lodges kind of operate as a family and the ways that they communicate mm-hmm. with each other like Rather than, um, hi, uh, rather than Veronica and Hermione being in like a fight as mother and daughter, they're in a negotiation. Yeah, that was and Veronica's interesting. Like, yeah. okay, now now that she's like canceled this card and made this gesture, I know that she's ready to negotiate. And they sit down and they have that conversation. They're discussing terms. It's very very interesting. And that's just how they function yeah. as a family. And we see that like those relationships continue like through the rest of the show, especially when Hiram becomes a bigger character, so I really like the, the negotiations. That. Yeah. The negotiations were interesting at the end with Hermione and Veronica, where, mm-hmm. you know, they were talking about, like, she would stop buying from Glamazon. And Glamazon. Uh, Hermione, Glamazon. Hermione would tell... Seen... Left Bezos. Sorry, I know we don't have a lot of time. Have you guys seen those news? Oh my not yet. god. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, I won't say okay. anything. I was gonna bring yeah. up... Very Sonia, excited. text me about it later. It's, I need some need I, your opinions. It's wait, so Leo, you have seen it. Yes, I have. Sorry, my brother's Leo, calling me. Okay. It's Bruh. very good. It's a little it's weird. It's a lot because though. It's not like a traditional emotional stand-up special. But I tweeted that Bo Burnham has deprived us of a banger of an album. Mm-hmm. I saw that's that. That's all I'll say for now. It's very good. Um anyway, because he makes like a Jeff Bezos reference in it. But that's a whole other yes. thing. 
Anyway, um, yeah, the negotiations I think is interesting because mm-hmm. she has like Hiram, who's like this big businessman. So I think that kind of like transferred into the dynamics of their family that like you don't have an argument, you have a negotiation where like both parties kind of figure out what they want and like what they're choosing to get yeah. out of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was a very like interesting way of doing it. And I think it's also nice to kind of see um, Veronica kind of come around a bit more to the idea of Fred and Hermione mm-hmm. and like accept it kind loosening of loosening that like perfect idea of like her dad's coming back and like that whole thing. Yeah. So that, that was also like a pretty a pretty decent mm-hmm. thing that came out of this episode. Totally, yeah. Um should we talk about Jughead being uh uh, uh amateur arsonist yes let's talk about yeah. jughead which yeah. was what yeah. i originally intended but here inter- we are so he found he found matches he was just playing All with he matches was fine. he was just playing with matches yeah he yeah. yeah i just have written down it's here jughead religion. commits arson <laughs> like he didn't almost he <laughs> he, he tried to he tried to apparently Apparently. It's interesting that they say he tried yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, that's yes. what the police record he says. I mean... But if he really tried, he would have, I think you know? it's interesting. Yes. Yeah, Jughead's a smart guy. You have to commit to arson. I think this was a very, like, interesting um, commentary on society. Because, you mm-hmm. know, um, he's getting interrogated by the police. They're making all these assumptions. Like, oh, like, you're bullied. You come from a broken home. And this is this. So this must be you. This is what it looks like. I think that was really interesting, being yeah. a criminology student. Because... Um, so we discuss a lot of time, like, someone who's all these risk factors, you know, like, they might be more prone to crime, but, you know, it's not necessarily a determination of who they strain are. Strain theory. Yeah, strain theory, right? Oh, lab- labeling theory, there man. There you labeling go. You, you, you're getting the yeah. key words. Yeah. <laughs> but, That's the sociologist in there. Sociology of crime and deviance. I literally took a course named that. Oh, my God. A... Oh, wait, yeah, you went to U of T. went to U of T, so it's probably... Oh, my God, wait, we took the same course. Yeah, nice. Who was your prof? Um, oh my gosh, I forget his name. No, not Chris. You know, I don't know. <laughs> but either way, I love calling profs by their first names. I feel like so personal. Yes. Yeah. I had to like my man Dan hit me up with that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but actually. I didn't finish Crime and Deviance because it was I took the second half of it in um, it ended when COVID hit, and we had like some true, freebies true. with like credit no credit, but I ended up dropping it because it was really difficult for me because I was already dealing with so much else. But I remember that. But I also learned all that because I'm in criminology too. So that. But anyway, I just thought it was interesting because it was just like, <laughs> for me. But yeah, yeah. But yeah. the officer was being kind of a yeah. dick, like uh, Keller. He was just kind of being like, so it's for you sure. yeah. being like this. And I'm like it. Well, I think he just wanted something. I think, like, at this point, the investigation has been going I mean, you're scaring also, like, a 15-year-old like, kid. Two weeks to, like, six yeah. months. I don't really know how long this investigation has been going on for. You know, but, like, Jughead lives in a state of anime. Is that another uh, sociological thing? Yes, um, yeah. Durkheim's anomie. <laughs> That's yeah, right. No, I never took a sociology course. so I'm It's interesting stuff. Not my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure it is. I just so I mean FP is the classic legs. example of uh, strain theory of Merton's strain theory. Yes, you know. Yeah. I like how you remember he wants, all he's of trying, the names. He's trying to. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to achieve the American dream. You know, he's trying. He's he's trying to buy what he's been sold, and he can't do it. He has to resort to a life. He has of to crime. do it by illegitimate he's, he's, means. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. 
yeah, yeah. Some... I think it was kind of a sad episode for Jack. Yeah, I mean, like, I he's got mm-hmm. a lot going on at home. Like, you know, he's uh, got an alcoholic father, which is really difficult, and he keeps, you know, screwing up. He's, like, you know, his um, mm-hmm. sister and mom moved because of it, and now he, he feels like he can't even live with his father, and clearly, like, you see how dysfunctional yeah. he is. I know that FP is trying to be a good father, and he's, and he's trying his best, but he has to be... Like, he, if he's making... He's not making Jughead move out. More so, Jughead feels the need to, like, move out because of how bad his father is. You know, there's something not great going on there. hmm Yeah, definitely. I think that, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, that Jughead is, like, actually, like, a teenager in this episode. Yes, he is like, a teenager. Like he's, remember. He's a teenager in mm-hmm. this episode. Because I feel like most of the time, the the things that they're all dealing with are, like, so much greater than, like, what I dealt with in high school. Um, oh, yeah. I, for what really? I do not have to deal with any murders, that's definitely the big one that I did not have to deal with. Um, but I feel like the way that he kind of, like, dealt with this situation with his father, I thought it was, like, it wasn't immature, but it was definitely kind of reflective of, like, that, the mindset you have when you're younger and you're dealing with big situations with adults, especially, like, your parents. Yeah. Because he did, he did seem more fifteen mm-hmm. than normal. Yes, exactly. More fifteen and than I think normal. It was also because he wasn't a lot with like, a lot of like what was happening didn't have to do a lot with like Jason's murder, like nothing directly related to that. It was more so him dealing with his own personal issues, which I definitely think like aged him down a little bit because it was like more tangible teenager issues than you know murder. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. What really bothered me it about um, Sheriff Keller in this episode. And also, like, in other episodes, but just that, like, this episode kind of showed that it's a pattern, is that he continually takes students from Riverdale High down to the sheriff's office during school hours. Yeah, like, it's very, like, uh, also, like, Mm -hmm. very, like, pressuring and dramatic and making it worse for the kids. Like, it's not, it's not how you should be handling this. I know Mm -hmm. it's a TV and it's, like, dramatic whatever, but it's, like, not good. Yeah, like Sheriff Keller is he's loving the drama and the specti- the skeptical yes. of of everything. Yeah, he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna walk this kid down like the most populated hallway in this school with the principal, <laughs> me as the sheriff, like and just cause as much drama as Yeah, I can like literally do. Do you think it's all, so the whole thing The whole thing was to embarrass mm-hmm. Jughead. Yeah. Oh definitely. Yeah, pretty much. Like, there is, like, no understanding of, like, well, Jughead's mm-hmm. already, social life is already, like, not the greatest, like, just the way that other students perceive him, so I'm sure he wasn't bothered by it, but had it been, like, anyone else, I'm sure it would have been a not-so-good situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Cheryl, for example. Yes, exactly. Well, Cheryl, I don't think, cares. Cheryl kind of likes the attention. That's true. I mean, that was, like, most of it. I mean, I don't think there's much to say. Like, Polly... <laughs> lives with Hermione it's established that both parents are kind of shitty and like neither option is gonna be good yeah it's true Jackhead lives with Archie now yeah they live together now that's pretty much it yeah I mean listen definitely interesting episode and also let's talk about the end for a little bit at least I think we should address that yes. um for like at least like a couple yeah minutes, so we yeah. see at the end while Jughead's going off on one of his nice overarching narrations with lots of, you know, metaphors. Voice of God narration. Voice of God narration. <laughs> and we see that in FP's closet, we see 
um, Jason's um, varsity jacket. And now that's really important because we saw the last episode that, you know, and like they mentioned this, this is another thing maybe we forgot to mention that, um, you know, they're discussing how, um, you know, someone burned the car and, you know, that's why they take in Jughead because they think maybe, you know, he had something to do with it also because he was the one there and they were being followed and they just want to find, find out what's happening. But um, this points to the fact that maybe FP was involved and maybe he, he knows something about the murder. He's also involved with the serpent, so maybe he was something sketchy with that gang, you know, yeah. whatever. So that's, like, what it's hinting at. And uh, we have to assume that FP was probably the one who was involved in burning the car and following Jughead and Betty. So mm-hmm. what are y'all thoughts Definitely. about that? I mean, yeah, it just makes the most sense that, like, so far, the way that, like, the information is being shown to us is all at this point, like, they wouldn't say that FP is the murderer of Jason. Yeah, but they would be like, he has something to do. Exactly. Like, they're giving us the hints that we... Because imagine this is coming out, like, on a weekly basis instead of, like, us watching it. Is that, like... Imagine sitting with this information for, like, a week. And being like, what's happening? Yeah. I guess this maybe has something to do with it, but maybe not. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a little sketch, though. A little sketchy. Is FP a sketch queen? Yeah. Sketch queen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sketch queen. That's cute. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't think there's much else to talk about. Honestly, pretty underwhelming episode. Yeah. Not bad. Well, there's, um, there's like the whole thing with the Blossom parents and like how they feel about Polly and Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Um, like wanting to go to them for help thinking like okay we're all on the same team now because there's this baby involved but then understanding mm-hmm. okay actually my parents are scary as shit <laughs> and probably don't give a fuck about polly regardless of the baby so yeah. maybe i should help her out and that's also an interesting yeah. thing of like cheryl has gone against her parents in the past mainly mm-hmm. um like the memorial service but mm-hmm. this is like like there's this there's this baby involved this is much higher stakes. Yeah. There's missing persons. Yeah. So we're kind of seeing the Blossom family um, losing its losing its strength, losing its, like, um, its unity. Hold. Yeah, its hold yeah. On, uh, on the entire well, situation. Definitely. What do you think was the significance of, of uh, Jughead reading Metamorphosis? Uh, he's a high schooler. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you know they were probably her? reading it in Did class. Metamorphosis in high school. I guess so. I suppose. <laughs> I mean, I just think that would make. Like, I'm sure there's like probably some underlying meaning behind like yeah. him going through his own. Because usually when they have, mm-hmm, they have like literary references all the time. I mean, and all they really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do, but I think that part of it is just like he is a high schooler, probably taking high school mm. English at this point. Part of that is take reading True. the metamorphosis. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Although, mm. I could be wrong. Riverdale mm-hmm. writers. But I don't know, like... Email us. Like Gregor, he has to go to school. Like Gregor has to go to work. Mm-hmm. But Jughead lives at the school. So he can never escape his work, really. No, mm-hmm. definitely not. But well, he's a writer, yeah. so he never escaped and his he, work. And he was even saying, he was like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm ahead true. in all my classes. So, it's all, so there's nothing to yeah. worry about. Yeah, yeah, it's so nothing maybe, else to do. Maybe really. you're on to something. Just like his then. life. Yeah, I think his life is. Yeah, just maybe we should all live at school. Maybe we should all live at Sleep school. Sleepover. Yeah. His life is inescapable, I... just like Gregor. Yeah. Yes. That's why we all have um, to metamorphosize. Already. Precisely. Um. Alrighty. 
shall we get into the ratings yes uh, yeah let's let's are... oh should we do ratings first or should we do like best fit and all that stuff first let's do best fit first like that that the awards first can i can i just say for best fit um yes i loved what archie was wearing in the dream sequence can with I say the, something, with Ryan? The, with the knife in his back. I thought that was yeah. an amazing Ryan. fit. What's up? This is what I wrote down for my best fit, too. Okay, so we got yes. we got two votes, Dream Sequence, Archie. Archie's outfit with the bow tie and little vest. Oh, is yeah. Clutch. It is very yeah, the, clutch. The bow tie was so funny. It was, like, a little crooked. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got the little sweater vest on. <laughs> yep, yep. I'd vote Archie. Yeah. I don't really remember any other fit. Nothing else was really episode. memorable so in this episode in terms mm-hmm. of fits. I mean, this is the like the image. Other like, than the JoJo is, is, like, the thing that we edit our photos over top of. Mm-hmm. So I think that is yes <laughs> to remember. Quick, quick um, note yeah, about no. um, JoJo Siwa. I just think it's really yes. funny that she's uh, a playable character in that new Nintendo, uh, not Nintendo, the new um, Nickelodeon Kart Racers game. Really? So you can play. What? You can play Invader Zim. You can play SpongeBob, Patrick Squidward. You can play Danny Phantom, and you can play JoJo Siwa in the same game. It's crazy. What? That's pretty incredible. That's nuts. Is it like a cartoon JoJo Siwa, or is it like a yeah, live it's like action? Yeah, it's like a cartoony, it's very cartoony JoJo Aww. Siwa. Yeah. I wish it would have been like a 3D real life. <laughs> That'd be Siwa. nuts. That would, that would have been amazing. Sick. Um, <laughs> like a Nintendogs kind of that mm-hmm, kind of animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nintendogs. Throwback. Nintendogs. Ugh. If um, Nintendogs came out again, I would buy a Nintendo Switch. Oh, 100%. To Just to get Nintendogs, game. yo. Just to get Nintendogs. Nintendogs Switch. Nintendogs um, Switch. I mean... Favorite Cheryl moment? Yes. Any... I think the tweet. I love the tweet. The tweet was pretty iconic. But I, the tweet was pretty iconic. That was also my favorite But Cheryl I think moment. I liked like where she was like just being genuinely like kind of like very nice and very like genuine hearted to like Betty and being like, I don't mm-hmm. think this is a good idea. Like, I don't think my parents have good intentions. I thought that was a really nice yeah. Cheryl moment. I would I would agree. That's mm-hmm. what the one I was thinking. Yeah. We can do both. Double okay. Cheryl moment. It was a pretty decent Cheryl. Double Hashtag Cheryl Hashtag. moment. Mm-hmm. Hashtag double Cheryl Hashtag moment. nowhere to Genuine hide. Genuine slash <laughs> the tweet. Yes. Mm-hmm. What else? Steamiest oh, moment. Was there any steam in this episode? No steaminess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? Betty and Ch- is is being walked home by Jughead. They're That's holding steamy. him. <laughs> that wasn't that steamy. And um, then all of a sudden, Betty kisses Jughead and thanks him for walking her home. Steamy. Uh, that was... That's like steamy for for Mormons. Yeah. Or the Amish. <laughs> steamy for oh. the Amish. What about the club? Oh yeah, I guess what, that was more bar mitzvah than it was steamy. Yeah, okay. Archie's yeah. cardigan was pretty tight. Mmm. <laughs> mm. I think we, uh, you know when they're playing when Archie's playing guitar with them. FP. That was pretty steamy. <laughs> um, I'm okay with having no steamy moment this episode. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it was necessary. What about when Jughead attempted to burn down Riverdale? That's that was steamy. pretty steamy. That was the steamy moment. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Even though it had been probably like ten years in the past, yeah, yeah. him as an elementary Smoky school even. child, 
Yeah, not too yes. not too steamy this episode. We no. can go we can go no. none. By a poping that next episode will be all steam. And yeah. All steam. Oh yeah. Only steam. Can I just ahead. add um something I noticed steam about ahead. this episode yeah. was like we get a really good look at Archie's bedroom in this episode and he's got all these posters up and stuff. It's like it's a lived in room. And then mm-hmm. very, very sad, uh in season three when Archie returns home from prison. He like he winds up taking down all of these posters, like all the all the liveness in his room, and it just it doesn't seem like he's watched the movies he has posters of. That's a good point. It's <laughs> yeah. a very good point. Yeah, it's just something uh, like something of note. Thing at the school. The movie poster warehouse. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, no steam this episode. No steam. Nothing really going on. Mm-hmm. Damn. Our um, ratings. Ride. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Should our... we do? Should we do cringe factor before overall rating? Cringe. That's yeah. how we usually do it. Cringe. All right. Who wants to go first for cringe? I'd probably give this Is one like a, five? a like a out one. Of 10. <clears throat> I'd give like a two. I gave it a three two. out of ten, mostly for the oh my god swoon hashtag pitchforks and also. For the uh, my best gay, um, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's that's my justification for that. Was that yeah, supposed to be progressive? I really don't know. I I, <laughs> I think I think they're trying to be. It's hard to tell with Veronica. Like, kind of normalize it. Yeah. Speaking of like, Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride yeah, Month. Yeah, Happy Pride Month. Oh, is is Pride Month sponsored by uh, Pop Shakes? I mean, podcast? yes, we 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 yes. do. We we sponsor all human rights and Mm -hmm. is this your corporate sponsorship? Yeah. Yes, they're sponsored (laughs) by the city of Toronto's Pride Parade. Yes, Pride Month. We're not really. Please don't take Um, that seriously. (laughs) But we do support. We do support Pride. No, no, all but legally. Proud. You're not sponsored by. You sponsor. Yes. I have no money to send to anywhere. We don't have money, (laughs) but we will support the LGBTQ+. We'll sponsor it with our feelings. Yes. Yes. I will be very... Oh, do I have this? I always wondered what you were adding. Hmm? I'm not very good at math, but... Oh, I was adding the... the, the, uh, In LGBTQ+. Oh, LGBTQ+. (laughs) Yeah, plus what? (laughs) Oh, word. Word. I, just inclusive of all, I suppose. Mm-hmm. There's also, like, LGBTQIA. Yeah. Anyway. Joey, Joey what, what was the... What is your cringe rating for the yeah. episode? Uh, probably 1.5 for the best gay line. True. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. This is still fairly low um, in terms of cringe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty low. I mean, our, our, how deep Archie's V-neck was was pretty cringe. Maybe I'll do it too. <laughs> okay, two. Yes. Okay, so that's an eight out of forty mm. on the cringe. Not bad. That's not our bad. lowest. That's moment. our lowest cringe. Our lowest so cringe. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, what would we say is the worst moment of the episode? Worst moment yeah, overall. Worst moment. Mm-hmm. The clubbing I mean, the- scene where they're all like. My mom's this, and then uh, do you know how my father is? That whole thing. You know. Underage drinking is a serious yeah. issue. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> even pointing to I that. I was more so just pointing to their attitudes. Underage drinking is. Yes. I condemn it. 
Very serious. Very serious. I've never drank underage mm. never. in my entire life. I no one church. on Pop Shakes has no ever one. drank underage. I've never even drank any fluid in my life. Never. Eat, no fluids. So. Zero. Yeah. Like I've never witnessed it. Like, through IV. Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I get all my nutrients <laughs> through IV trip. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree Barbara's yeah. scene. Yeah. So is that they were talking worst yes. scene? But, yeah, worst yeah. moment. The toxic masculinity on FP when he says, what kind of man would I be if I just went in hat in hand? You know? Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the worst moments. And Jughead challenges that, that, you know, like, why does it matter what kind of man you are if you have a job, if you are supporting your family and, like, doing what, you know, you, you set out to do? But FP's so worried about his status as a man and, like, be- you know, begging for a job that he, it, it prevents him from, from being a good father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was like a like a like we're seeing FP at one of his lowest lows, you know, and it, and it's and it's this is bad. the dark night of the soul. It's, yeah, it, so it's bad in terms of that, but I wouldn't say it was like one of the worst moments of the episode because that's like a key yeah, moment no. in, in like FP and Jughead's relationship, you know. Yeah. Mhm. Like I would say that's like a sad moment. I wouldn't say that's the worst mm. moment. Mhm. Like mm-hmm. I definitely I see where you're coming from, but I think that. Usually we wait his worst episode. moment for the for the characters or for us to watch like worst like what, like a moment say. that was bad that like you didn't yeah, think so was like the, done the, well the the club scene oh in mm-hmm. general oh, was like no, a very no, okay. bad moment from like Veronica's bad okay. monologue to the bad dancing to the bad attitudes toward the person working very below minimum wage just trying to get yeah. by yeah. Yeah. that whole scene in general was kind of like a, yes exactly not a good moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, so who plays at tables? Maybe that's like a thing that I haven't experienced at club, but you always pay at the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my experience. Being a person who has never drank before. <laughs> um, yes. Um, oh, next time best is overall moment. ratings. Oh, okay, best yeah. Moment. Okay. Best moment. <laughs> I would do. Um, I kind of the the whole Jughead Sheriff Keller scene like. That was bad. I was, like, frustrated with how Sheriff Keller was handling that situation. But I was, like, mm-hmm. I was kind of on the edge of my seat. And then after that, mm-hmm. like, Fred getting Jughead out and all of the drama yeah, that ensued, like, in the over. parking lot, I thought mm-hmm. that was so key. And I really liked that. So yeah. I would put that as best moment. I'm good with that. I'm down for that best moment. Mm-hmm. Joey? I, um... I liked when Polly was hiding in the attic. <laughs> but that was a pretty good moment. Yeah. Yeah, and she covers Betty's. She like covers Betty's mouth. Mm-hmm. And then uh, mm-hmm. there's a there's a Ouija board. Yeah. There's a Ouija I kind of feel like uh, Betty and Polly. I think like, that might be why have no chemistry. You know. I think so. I was thinking about that. I just don't well, think. Di- yeah. So I. I don't know if you know that they're not actually sisters in real life. Oh really. Okay. Whoa! I had no idea. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. This is a fun fact. Mm-hmm. It wasn't on the Riverdale wiki. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Wow, I've heard Well, so maybe much. that's why they have mm-hmm. no chemistry. That's probably why. Yeah, I don't think maybe. I can blame the director as much of the last episode, I guess. I think mm-hmm. I blame Polly now. I, th- I think... I liked when... When Archie scared Jughead in the washroom, he looked really pleased with himself. Like, before he switched into the, like, 
caring mode and he was like oh why is my friend here like he doesn't do sports he shouldn't be showering at this early in the morning but then before that he was like so happy to have scared Jughead yeah 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 good moments I mean, that sounds like something he was like Katie he was like yeah. very mm-hmm. pleased with himself he scares us every day on tiktok so yeah which I mean, he'd probably be happy with that yeah um yeah i'd agree the the whole interrogation onward scene is a probably the best moment just overall nope overall then, rating ratings oh yeah i would give this overall a seven seven yeah overall out of ten as well you're at 7.5 out of 10 i would give it an eight i'd give it a seven Okay. Interesting. 7.8. 7.8. Okay. Ryan and I never agree in terms of ratings. Either mm-hmm. one of us is like, I love this episode, and the others hate it, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very interesting. Kind of works for us, though. Kind of love it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of love it. Yeah. I like talking, I like disagreeing with people about things. Mm-hmm. It makes it more interesting. Um. Okay. So, so is, is Kevin Veronica's best gay? In Riverdale, I don't think probably, there's another gay, but I also that is out, so yes. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't have any friends in New York. What about? So I would say that. Yeah, like they don't know. Uh, True. They don't know about Moose necessarily or Cheryl yet. Or Tony. Or, Cheryl. or Tony. Yeah. Yes. So many characters yet to come out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sad. Well, then that was the perfect time. It's Pride Month. Yeah. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty. So, so what? Which is sponsored uh, by. Sponsored by Pop Fakes. Um, this episode gets a 30.3 out of 40, which is pretty good. Definitely oh, yeah. not the best, but not the worst. So and It's not the best run, right? The the best episode... There's so many factors. ...so far mm-hmm. uh, was episode 2 at 32.3 out of 40. And earlier mm-hmm. I said that uh, 8 out of 40 was the lowest cringe. That's not true. Uh, episode oh. 5 has a 7.7 out of 40, and that's the lowest crit oh. rating that we have so far. But this one's pretty good. Okay. Mm. This is like this is like in the top four so far. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Is that a rating of the, the podcast episode or of the of show? Of the show. Of the show. Yeah. There are no ratings, because we already know it's going to be 10 out of 10. No need to ask. Exactly, uh. yeah. Well, thanks so much for um, coming on, Joey. Yeah, thank you, Joey, yeah. for coming on. Anytime. Very good guest. I mm-hmm. mean, we have 22 episodes next season, so I'm sure we'll have some, some repeats and some new guests next yeah. season. Yeah, right. totally. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, everyone stay safe, get vaccinated. Um, mm-hmm. Ontario is reopening up on the 14th. Uh, Montreal, I think, is already opened up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, all good vibes. Listen to a good band. Get your vaccine. If you're in Quebec, yes, and you're over 18, you can book your appointment now. So do that. Yes. Only Thanks Pfizer. Thanks for coming though. on, Joey. Pfizer gang for life. Pfizer gang. Pfizer gang. Pfizer yeah. gang. It was very fun. Much love to everybody. All right. Pfizer Bye. 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 Riverdale must do better. But what is Riverdale? The very soul of Riverdale. When the truth gets too ugly in Riverdale.